0: What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and if you are joining us for the first time, Welcome. I'm so happy that you are here. This is free content for you to encourage you to live a life that is uncompromising in everything you do and everything you touch, that people would know that you are set apart, that you belong to the Lord. And when they see that thing that's different about you, they would ask you that you would just radiate the kingdom of heaven and that this podcast would serve as a place to encourage you, to take you deeper to hear testimonies that raise faith, that that stir hunger in you to know him more. And today we have a guest. His name is Kevin Tips, and he's one of my dear friends who will do that. I am sure of it. This, this interview was unbelievable. He is the Dallas campus pastor for Upper Room Dallas, and he is played many roles there he used to he did the residency used to direct the residency and over time he's just continuously been promoted at upper room dallas where we are on staff together he was in my wedding party because I trust him to speak into my life and who he is as a brother to me and to Lance. And we adore this guy. He's hilarious. He lives what he says. And there's a message about authenticity and vulnerability that I think will empower you and encourage you even in places to to check your heart before God and to invite him into places that maybe we haven't yet. So, Without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this, and if you are tuning in for the first time, once again, welcome. If this is your millionth time since I have that many podcasts out, welcome. Regardless, you've been prayed for, there are prophetic words in here for you, and you are here. You are tuning in because this message is for you for this time, for this hour, and I'm so honored that you would join me. Without further ado... Here is our guest today, the one and only, Kevin Tips. Yeah, what's up, Kevin? How you doing?
1: What's going on, Chica?
0: (laughs) I wish people could see what you're doing right now. Um, Thank you so much for joining me with your craziness and your holiness.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Jamie Lynn. I'm excited to be here. Hopefully my baby and puppy don't start barking, screaming, crying
0: all at the same time. (laughs) Hey, that'll, that'll be great. Real life, real dad life right there. Just so crazy. Okay. So we're going to dive in here. Um, because I think it's just important for people to get to know you a little bit. And, um, I already gave you this legit intro. You're welcome. You didn't even pay me for that, but I did it. Um, yes, checks in the mail. Thank you, Lord. Um, okay. What does it mean to you to be set apart?
1: Yeah. Um, So, gosh, it means a lot of things. Uh, I would start it this way, though. I think I'm really convicted that when it comes to anything with God, um, it starts with Him. And so, um, really, the Christian life is just responding well to God. So, being set apart first and foremost begins with knowing that you already are you know i think if you know that you've been called out like we're the called out ones um that you know that you've been chosen by god
0: yeah
1: that he picked you um and he picked you out of love out of desire but also with great intention cost and um and purpose and so uh, yeah being being set apart looks like knowing that you already are in the love of God and then and then allowing that conviction to grow to where your life begins to take shape
0: Yeah,
1: to look like the one who picked you you know
0: that's awesome yeah. I love that you know you you told me what we like I really think it's important at people you may not you people out there listening you may not know this but I always ask the guests to share what's on their heart because it's important to me like um, that people do get to share what God's doing right now because I, I think there's an anointing that comes with that and something that's just hyper encouraging too that ha- has the ability to help us be transformed more into his likeness and I'm excited about this topic today because um, I still remember the first time Kevin and I met you remember this
1: I do remember um,
0: a lot of our friends were getting baptized. All these kids are being baptized. And we were sitting on our knees like little kids, just like cry laughing. Yeah. And I just knew we were going to be friends from this moment. All the jokes that were being made. It was like this yeah. really amazing. We were both just like getting wrecked by people's lives coming into the kingdom. Yeah, and, sure. and then I see it through this journey of who you are. Like I see you. Um, the way you've chosen to live your life has caused me to change the way that I live my life in many aspects. And one of the things that really stands out to me is your ability. Uh, this is the comment I make about you, and I've I've told you this before, and I tell it to people all the time. One thing I know about Kevin Tips, he will never have a public fall, and he will never um, he will always be somebody you can trust and honor because he knows how to live a life completely transparent with people who are set apart because he is, mm-hmm. and that's that's what you desire and long for. And mm-hmm. I believe like that you've had to go, you've had to have gone through something that brings you to the point where you're like, no, I have to be open with these people because I know what it leads to if I'm not. Can you speak about
1: yeah. that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. what happened is that I, I used to hide and, um and uh, had a lot of duplicity and a lot of confusion, a lot of brokenness that I not only was denying um, before God and denying before others, but I was really denying it in, in myself. And so in 2006, that all came to a head and I fell hard. I mean, hard and, um, and walked through a, a really crazy six-year season of total rebellion and rage towards God. And in his goodness and his mercy and his love and zeal for me, um, I just I had a sovereign encounter I wasn't looking for Jesus I really ha- wanted nothing to do with him I thought I had found truth in a lot of new age stuff and philosophies and um, I just wasn't eager <laughs> or desiring him at all but he desired me and he showed up one evening in my room by myself and if I were to go into that whole experience it'd take up the whole 25 minutes so but, amazing. Um, it was and it was an encounter with his holiness and it was an yes. encounter it was a fear of the Lord encounter. And um, the most visceral thing that's ever happened with God and I. And, um, but what was interesting is kind of his holiness and this experience, it, it burned me, I say right side up. I just instantly saw truth. Yeah. Um, both about him and I saw the truth that my life was in that, in that state completely against him. I was his enemy and yet he, he still drew me to himself. But after that visceral encounter, that vi- it's, it really was a visitation ended, the presence of God, the manifest presence that lingered in my room was no longer the holy fear of the Lord, but it was waves of love and mercy. Uh-huh. And it was as if, it was as if he and his love and zeal and mercy and grace towards me was filling the very spot that he had just burned something out of me. Uh-huh. And, um, and so that, just the way my actual life has taken shape. I've just learned one that I am absolutely loved by God and nobody can convince me otherwise. And that love has nothing to do with my behavior or um, you know, it's totally unearned. It's complete grace. Um, But two that I, I get to be known by those around me and um, that that's actually a safeguard for my soul to be completely to come as I am to him first, but also before the the sacred few that I, that I share my life with in, in that kind of deep way. So, yeah, I'm just- How
0: did you, oh, um, go
1: ahead. No, it's okay.
0: No, how did you, you say sacred few, which side mm-hmm. note, I wrote this quote down cause it was crazy. I love it. I was his enemy yet he drew me to himself. Like yeah. that is so the heart of God. That's
1: the gospel. <laughs>
0: and and this, pod, <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've all of no, um, you talk about the sacred few. I think there's wisdom in, uh, I used, I've gone through different phases where I would process things with so many different people, the same thing. It's like 20 people had heard what I was processing through. And then when maturity yeah. seeps in, you know, you realize, okay, there is a sacred few that get to hear X, Y, Z. When, how does somebody discern who the sacred few are in their life?
1: Mm. Um,
0: what do you mean by really the sacred few? Like what what do you, what does that even mean to be vulnerable and open with them?
1: Well, I think it's, yeah, gosh, man, that's a loaded question. I, so you have my, 30 my, seconds. i I think the sacred <laughs> few are a mixture of both people we choose and people that are chosen for us. Um, and so for me, my secret few, I'll get to the people that I choose, but... Some of my sacred few are my leaders. I just believe in the authority and coming and submitting to the authority God's placed over my life. Yeah. So I walk very openly and honestly and humbly and vulnerably with Michael Miller and um, Peter Slover and, and the two men that are over me. I just, um, I just, I don't feel like that's even an option. Yeah. <laughs> to me do. Um, But then for those that I, I, I've chosen, um, You know, it's looking—it's looking for people who not only really embody um, the gospel in their lives. Like I think of Peter Lewis, right? Mm -hmm. The man not only preaches; he lives it. Yeah. I think of a couple, Phil Melissa Smith, who Mm -hmm. um, are like parents to me. Uh, The way that they loved me looked like Jesus, and the way that they knew Him provoked me to know Him more. Yeah. Um, But I also think that. it's so over time I think as you share your life and you rub up against um, others, and you you have conflicts, and you confess sin, and you um, the way people respond, um, whether and by a right response, it would look like in that moment ex- exuding the gospel, and how they respond to yeah. me, yeah.
0: Um,
1: reminding me to look to Jesus and not to get introspective and to look at myself, to call me higher at the same time, allowing me to fully receive love in my yeah. broken. Um wow. that, you know, those responses are imperative. And if they're not there, then, you know, maybe, maybe that sacred few needs to get a little fewer. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's just wisdom in that, you know.
0: That's true. And the second part of that is um I love, I love how you differentiate the two the two of like you know, the ones that are chosen for you may be the leaders, you know, that you're submitting to, and then you choose the ones like like you have chosen. I love that. Um, yeah. One thing I love, you're really good at, um, so briefly, because there's something else I know you have in your heart that I want you to share. How do you know you're, and maybe this will be later, so you let me know, but how do you know you're really being transparent or vulnerable? How would you define those terms? Like, what does that really mean? Because yeah. you have a good message about how we often think that we are being X Y Z when really we're we're not.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a. I love that question. Um, there is a massive difference between authenticity and vulnerability, and um, authenticity uh, looks like sharing information, disclosing information about your life. Um, And it may be embarrassing and it may be courageous to share that information, but it's shared from a source that looks like a release valve of the pressure that's built up over unwanted change. So it's like, I feel really bad that this is true of my life, that I'm doing these things, thinking this way, but I really don't want to I really don't want to put forth the effort and energy to see it changed and to watch it die. And so I'll just spew out information that's true and look vulnerable, but I'm actually not wow. into the power of vulnerability. Vulnerability is actually stepping into the light, disclosing who you are, what you think, what's going on, but then inviting those that you trust to walk with you through the journey of transformation. Yeah. Allowing them to speak into that place, not just disclosing it to them, but allowing them to speak into it as well. Yeah. Um, and speaking into those blind spots that surround it. And so vulnerability, what I love about it is it's a very personally courageous, bold statement of faith that I'm believing that I'm loved, not only by God, but by you person that I'm kind of disclosing myself to. Yeah. Um, that's faith, right? Which pleases God. Um, but it's also, it leads to such intimacy with god and with other people
0: yeah
1: both and and so the christian life is inescapably communal it is yeah. not an individual journey it is not me and good. Me. it is it is us bearing with one another's burdens it's us celebrating it's us covering each other's weaknesses and um interjecting our strength and receiving the strength of others in, in our own and so um yeah, I don't know if that was a little all, all over the map. But yeah, no, I think it
0: was very clear.
1: Vulnerability leads to transformation. Authenticity just leads to a cycle of unbroken change.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That's okay. So for those who are tuning in right now, if you had like one thing that you like, you were like, listen this is really pivotal right now to share with you. Like, what is that one thing that's like, listen, people, I, I have to like, I have to share this with you.
1: Oh gosh. Um, I would say in, in an effort to not have a five minute pause waiting on God, what comes to mind right away is, um, is remember the power of the Word made flesh, that our God, in desire for you, left perfection, wholeness, completeness, and he entered into the human experience, totally acquainted with suffering, grief, touched by the presence of sin in the world, grieved by it, though sinless himself, but he knows weakness, and And he stands as a high priest interceding for you, not to get your your junk together, but to come to him, to receive from him the love and the affection and the pleasure that will fuel and sustain your journey with him and the journey into becoming more like him. And so, um, yeah, I don't know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I feel like anybody who hasn't heard the gospel needed to hear that or hasn't like really, like it's so, it's a great reminder. It's why it's, it shows us that no matter what we face today, no matter what you're going through, whoever's listening, like you may feel like you're in this cycle and that authenticity and vulnerability comment and layout that Kevin shared really hit you. And you're like, wow, I'm in a cycle because I've been authentic, but I haven't been vulnerable. And Mm. you may find yourself like, God, who can I be vulnerable with? And Mm. you may be thinking like, wow, you may have just simply been set free by hearing like Jesus was surrounded by sin and tempted yet. He lived without sin, which is possible for us too to live without sin. Yeah, He would not have his whole life would have been pointless had that. It is so possible for us to be completely set free, but like that can only come yeah. through him because he's the only one who's lived it. And yeah. so, I think that's absolutely beautiful. And so I and want to encourage he
1: enjoys, you. He enjoys molding us. Yeah. Like he doesn't, he's not standing in expectation. Yeah. He's standing in anticipation.
0: Yeah.
1: Or the invitation to mold us. We're not like, he doesn't, he's not begrudging in his position as high priest. Yeah. It's like full of joy in liberating us. Yeah. and changing us like it makes them happy to do so <laughs> and so um in that we're free you know
0: yeah that's amazing so earlier you were talking to me do you remember y- what you said or do I need to repeat your quote
1: about um uh, repeat it
0: you said I wanted you to be the one that said it but oh, um you can repeat it then and then we'll be like whoa drop the mic okay you said to me today you can only set apart what you fully bring.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's Whoa! Yeah, yeah. For, for the sound bite So today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as if, no, today, today. If 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 we want to be set apart, set apart wholly unto God, we can only be set apart to to the degree of which we bring ourselves. We can only set apart what we bring.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I had a really uh the way that I um discovered this was kind of random because I was I the the Bible is kind of just what I what I use for prayer like I just pray through the Bible and so I was in John 14 and I was praying and in John 14 6 he's like um you know I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me we all know that scripture and have a couple you know coffee mugs with them on there whatever and um and so I was just praying and I was like thank you Jesus that you're the way to God and You know, that you show me what truth looks like and that you offer life freely. Amen. And I heard the Spirit of God kind of chuckle, but with a really sharp rebuke say, you don't get that at all. You missed it. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, you know, like it's pretty straightforward, you'd think. And so as I sat and prayed, okay, you heed that right when the spirit does stuff like that you lean into it yeah and um i was like what am i missing and he said you may (laughs) you may be familiar with the revelation but you're walking right past the invitation so i began to to sit on that scripture for a while and um just mull over it and what i discovered in those three words really has shaped my journey with jesus and um and so I'll break them down. So the way is really interesting. It's um, it's it's less to do about the destination. It would be better translated as journey. But yeah. But what's really interesting is that it it's the word that denotes the extent that one could journey on the Sabbath. So it's a journey of rest, right? Uh-huh. Then when I when I started mulling over truth because i'm thinking capital t truth like he's the truth right but that's not what that word means that word literally means um what's not concealed aka full disclosure so it's not wow. it's not capital t truth in the sense that we know it being kind of brainy people it's basically saying whatever's brought whatever's shown whatever exists whatever is Right, And then Zoe is life, which is just life. There was like no cool meaning. When I I ponder that, I'm like, okay, so you, Jesus, are the daily journey of rest, of resting in full disclosure, which is life. The more, I was like, but where's the invitation? Because I saw the promise. As I'm walking with Jesus day in and day out, he is going to fully disclose himself to me. And that disclosure and seeing him, I receive life because in him is life and that yeah. life is the life of men, right? So I got that part. I'm like, okay, get that, but where's the invitation? And it was this subtle whisper and he just said, I want you to do the same. I want you to do the same. And I saw this picture in my mind of Jesus. Um, he was cloaked like a poor man. And as we were walking together, it was like on that road to Armaeus, whatever, when he, the disciples were like, well, our heart's not burning within us, but they didn't know it was him. I, it was like I was walking with Jesus, but it didn't look like Jesus. And he just he started to take off his outer garments and disclose himself. And he was like full of glory. And then I stood and it was like I was facing a mirror and I began to remove all of my garments. But I was not full of glory. I was weak and I looked emaciated and I had bruises. I just, it looked like I'd had a tough life. But then Jesus took what was on him and placed it, this cloak and placed it on me and covered me in glory. And wow. I, this, is, this is how that eternal exchange works. That daily I take a journey with Jesus to, to seek him, to know him, to, to receive this progressive revelation of, of the one who's so willing to disclose who he is to me. But to the degree that I do the same, I can't be transformed. Yeah. I can't, he can't clothe what I don't offer as naked. Yeah. He can not feed what I don't offer as empty. He can't, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. And so this this invitation to daily, moment to moment actually, rest in full disclosure before god which is which will just obliterate shame and but also be really uncomfortable at times yeah um has been so liberating to me and in fact i heard this quote recently and i I can't remember who who it was but um but it, it rang so true that they were saying you know we discover the will of god for our lives, not only by contending and believing for his promises, but being confident in confronting our limitations. And I was like, that's interesting. You know, we don't hear about limitations much in the church. Yeah. Like, yeah. I but I realized how true that was, Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Like, as humans, we are just limited.
0: Yeah. We have limited
1: intelligence, limited emotional capacity, mental capacity, physical capacity. We're limited. And that's okay. But when we come to God in our limitations, he closes us with a strength that's not our own. Yeah. But if we don't, if we don't step into that place, you know, we're, we're just fronting it. And we're yeah. pretending. And it just that's where religion is birthed, right? That's where the message of holiness becomes a religious hammer that kills people because it's putting the pressure on them to become holy instead of no you come as you are before the holy one and he'll make an exchange with you but you got to come as you are which um none of us necessarily like to do since the garden
0: (laughs) well i think that's the narrow path i mean i'm like tearing up while you're talking it's so powerful and i'm so grateful you would even share this with us because it's such it's it's out of a place of intimacy that you heard such a thing which is why it's so important for us to protect that place, especially with where what's coming in this world and with what we should be um, we should be armored up in in the glory and in the love and the presence of him. Yeah. And I just think about the narrow path and I, I just remember you, you were there uh, in twenty seventeen at the beginning of the year when I had that encounter with the Lord. It has changed my life. I'm not who I was that morning as I am today, like that morning to that night, totally different. It was one of those instant, like the one where the fruit was instant, like things were ripped out of you that have not come back kind of moments. And I remember seeing people in the church and they weren't willing to lose everything in order to gain everything, but they had no idea. They thought they had laid everything down, but they didn't because they were comfortable. So when he came in the room, they couldn't even see the option for life or death in the moment because they were so desensitized to him. Mm. And this, what you're saying, reminds me of like, like, even if like the power, just for people who are listening in, everyone is called, but few choose. I used to think that a couple were called and then few of them choose like chose. And that didn't make sense to me, but yeah. no, we are all called that we have the choice to come bear before him. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, I feel such a weight on you getting before the Lord and saying, Holy Spirit, am I being vulnerable? Am I bearing everything before you? And if I'm not, will you show me? And you keep yeah. asking him until he tells you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the heart of David. Search me and try me. Yes. See if there's any wayward way within me. Um, it, man, I just... Um, be, be weary of any part... Of your own heart or any voice that would say oh yeah, yeah i got that when yeah. it comes to god like the gospel oh yeah, yeah no i got that <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> well i don't know what god what gospel or god you're serving but my goodness it, it forever we're going to be uncovering the beauty and the scandal and the mysteries
0: yeah within,
1: within these seemingly simple things and yeah. um, and so i think being having that kind of humility of heart that's like always growing into his image. And the more we draw near to him, the more we realize, my goodness, Lord, you're so not like me. Help me, change me, you know, mold me. I want to look like, I want to look that beautiful. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah.
0: I love that. I, I, I literally, I literally, while you were talking earlier, I was thinking, well, I don't know anything. Like, I remember. I mean, like, I was like, "Wow, I don't." I'm scared, but I mean, it's like a place. I'm like, listen. The truth is, the more I read my Bible, the more I realize I don't know. It's yeah. like when I went to grad school. It wasn't like, "Look how smart I am." It was like, "Whoa." Yeah. I am a master of like a fragment of a massive topic. We both yeah. have our degree in the in communication, and when I went and got my master's degree, I was like, it actually showed me how much I don't know, mm-hmm. and and it taught me like even reading the word, I'm like, anytime a revelation comes, I'm listening to you and I'm like, it stirs hunger in me to realize like, I don't know, but I have a lifetime to understand more and I'll never stop learning and learning and learning. But I agree with you, that posture of humility, if we don't have that, it keeps us from even being bare before him. It's like, we think that we've, we think we're clothed with glory and we're totally, if we don't have those, um, if we don't have that inner circle or the sacred few, yeah. How are, how are we being corrected and molded and changed? Cause there should be people not telling you what you want to hear, who are actually sharpening you and correcting you that you're allowing to speak into you. Right. Yeah, totally. And that's like, you know, me, that's like my love language. I'm like, you shoot me straight. Tell me it may hurt when you tell me, but I'm a, I'm a love. that I know you love me cause you said it. And yeah. I can't escape doing that if I walk close with people either because it's love, mm-hmm. that's God. love. And I think that is so key. Like, with everything you're saying, like to me, I hear just such a heart of humility, vulnerability before God, yeah. which all it is is saying here, God, and then he transforms you. Yeah. It's not We're not having to work it out on our own. And I love that. It's so simple.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Kevin, I love this so much. Will you please either like, do you have a word for people listening in? Do you have any prophetic words or would you like to pray for people to close it out? Because um, and then we'll. We'll. I want, I want to ask you how people can connect with you, but this is, I just feel so much, like so much booming peace in my chest right now.
1: Yay, <laughs> this message. I love
0: that. Feels like honey. I love
1: that. Yes, it should. Shalom. Huh? Now, I don't feel like I have a word for anyone specific. I do, I have this sense. Um, I, I sense that there is definitely this deep, there's a longing. Um, there's a longing for him. And yet, there's a focus on self. Like I, lo- I long for Jesus so much, but I can't not look past me. And so all the energy is going towards trying to clean themselves up to come, to try to to prove themselves worthy, um, to to labor for His kingdom, to to get the well done. But, um, but the I'll say this: the well done isn't. For all good and faithful serving, it's being a good and faithful servant, which is about being transformed from the inside out. And so, um,
0: so good, wow! I
1: would just encourage you to, um, you know, in any practical sense, is when when you're looking for those sacred few, and I would hope people have some of them already. Um, start not from the place of 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 lack, but start from really uh, boldly sharing with one another, like where, where you see Jesus in them already, where you see Jesus, let them share with, with you yeah. where they see him at work so powerfully already. And, and then from that place of union and connection and thanksgiving, let's start getting real about where we get to grow. <laughs> that's good so
0: that's really good i love that will you pray for everyone real quick
1: for sure yeah um jesus we are so grateful we're so grateful that you know us completely that you became like us that you god became man we're so thankful that you see our weakness as opportunity not hindrance that you see it as opportunity to make your strength and power known and displayed. We thank you that your invitation that whosoever wills can come and keep coming and keep coming still stands true for us in this moment. We thank you that you are long-suffering, patient, kind, merciful, abounding in steadfast love, and you're also truth. You know everything. There's not any wicked way in you. There's no shadow of turning. There's no deception. Jesus, we, I ask you, as our high priest, would you, by your spirit, would you allow our hearts to see you more rightly? that you would pour out your spirit and in on us to give us boldness to come before your throne of grace, that you would give us a boldness to be truly vulnerable before you, God, in private, but that we would also have a boldness a vulnerability with one another that breeds love, the kind of love and unity that meets your desire that you expressed in prayer in John 17 that not only fulfills the desire of your heart but testifies to the world that you were sent by the Father and that the Father loved you and loves you and the Father loves them. And so we just ask you um, to liberate us from ourselves. Teach us how to take this daily journey to be fully disclosed, to see that you're fully disclosing yourself to us in return. And in that exchange we find eternal life. So help us. We thank you. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Kevin, this so captured your heart and your character in I'm so grateful. Thank you for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you. And praise God, baby and puppy stayed quiet.
0: (laughs) What is even up? But you didn't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They did, but you didn't. No, this was great. You are so awesome at answering questions. I mean, it's like so direct and clear and the way you're... You're Thank- a powerful communicator. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Jamie. Thank you.
0: Yes. How on earth can people connect with you? Because I know you post on Instagram all the time. I'm being sarcastic.
1: Yeah, I never do. And it's only pictures of my kid and wife and dog. So. Which
0: is all perfect.
1: Um, which is really how I roll. Um, yeah. So um, they can find my email. They can go to urdallas.com. Um, and they're on the homepage if they scroll, scroll down. Um, uh, there's a picture of my face and my email with a little blurb and so they can email me there um i'm on instagram kevin tips is my what, is, what do they call it handles? at
0: at kevin tips oh,
1: at kevin tips see i'm not i'm That's so okay. not cool
0: hey uh, you know what I, don't age yourself
1: it. you'll be gratefully disappointed by the, <laughs> the no you're in, no i
0: love it i love it so much and um, thank you so much. And I, I encourage you guys to go follow him on Instagram. But I also believe that this is just a season where you're kind of more hidden in the sense of publicly. And I'm honored that this audience gets to hear you before your books and whatever else God has for you come out because you have too much personality and too much <laughs> to not share with all of us. And so thank Can you I for much Can I joke? Yes, please, please, please.
1: Um, what do French people wear to the beach?
0: I'm already laughing. I don't know.
1: Philippe Philops. <laughs> <laughs> Philippe Philops. <laughs>
0: okay. Do you remember? Okay, side note. I know. I have guys, a whole
1: book of dad jokes.
0: <laughs> listen. Okay, you you are a you are a walking book of dad jokes. Okay, listen though. My remember when my mom was like thought you were really serious and didn't know you were like really goofy. Yes, she only saw you from the front at upper room. <laughs> because usually you're like in these holy moments at upper room dallas and it's like the fear of the lord and you're speaking from that place but kevin you are you're like i you're one of the f- top three funniest humans ever
1: oh gosh
0: it's you're really hilarious so anyways thank you for the joke the french joke um yeah. sorry if any of you french people are offended you can it's from love. It's from message love. him I'm just kidding. <laughs> Philippe flops. I, that's, that is ultimate dad. Okay, anyways. Okay. Well, Thank you so much. You guys have an amazing day. If you find value in this content, if you enjoy this free content, please go subscribe, go leave a written review. It really helps. We want to grow the Set Apart family. I see so much for our family in the Set Apart community. Um, I see events one day. I see books, I see cool things coming, but we need your help spreading the word and showing people how to hear from these amazing guests that I get to bring on. So please go subscribe, go rate it, post, tag me, let me know what you like, what you'd like to hear, whatever it is, you're part of the fam, so you have a voice, let me know. You're set apart, you're holy. God bless America and you.